time now for Buck Banter with your host, Alpine ISD Superintendent, Dr. Michelle Reinhardt. Good morning, Alpine, and good morning, Martin. How are you today? I am doing wonderful, Michelle. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you. It is wild. I, I, we always start with this, but I don't know how this year's going so fast, Martin. It's April 28th, last week of April. Mace is just around the corner. Yep. It'll be, kids will be out spring uh, for summer break before you know it. They will. We'll talk later in the show about the wildness that awaits us in the month of May. You think that this spring has gone by fast. Just wait, because things just pick up speed from here. Happy to be back with everyone. Today, we're going to talk through three big topics. One is legislative updates. You want to talk about wild. It's a good descriptor of some of the things that are happening right now in Austin. Uh, we'll talk about some opportunities to join the Fight and Buck team. It is hiring season within the district. And then a bunch of Buck Brilliant spotlights as well. So let's jump in. Let's start with uh, legislative updates first. So I know we've talked throughout the spring, Martin, about things going on in the legislature, um, things that are important to the district. And it's never boring in Austin, is it? Th that is correct. That, <laughs> that is a very kind way to say that. And so things have been picking up speed in Austin as we round out April and move into May. This is the time of year when all of those bills, so there are like thousands of bills that have been very carefully written and thought through. Well, this is the time when all that kind of gets thrown out the window and uh, the House and the uh, Senate come together and try to mishmash bills together. There's lots of horse trading that goes on this time of year. If you give me this, I'll give you that. That And so over the next month, we'll see, again, those very carefully thought out bills turn into something, which will uh, many of which will become law. And so we're uh, staying on top of those. And what I wanted to do today is just touch on updates from a few of Alpine ISD's key legislative priorities. And this will circle back to things we've talked about before. So uh, vouchers. We talked about this we in our last show. We talked about it last time. Yes, yes sir. So we're not going to go too much in depth today, just beyond just saying that, um, just an update here, there's still a lot of pressure from both the governor and the lieutenant governor to move vouchers through this legislative session. Thankfully, the House has stood strong against this. But uh, but hear me that the, the House needs to hear from us about how we feel about vouchers in order to to stay strong. There have been a number of, of threats from the governor's office to different House representatives that if they don't support voucher bills, then the governor will veto bills that they have written on other topics. And so this is still very much um, something that could kind of come to bear and something we're watching as a district and personally as a superintendent, I oppose gifting public funds to private entities, as we've talked about before, without any transparency or accountability. So we will stay tuned and watch for um, what's potentially happening with vouchers throughout the rest of the session. Also wanted to talk a little bit about CAD uh, comptroller disputes. So Martin, I know we've talked about this a lot before. I won't go in depth here beyond just sharing some potentially good news updates here of what's what's been going on in the session. So <laughs> this issue costs Alpine ISD about $500,000 a year. We've talked about what's kind of behind that. And one thing I wanted to clarify, because I've had some people push back on this and say, you know, why are you advocating for increasing our property values? Not what I'm advocating for at all. Really, what I'm advocating for, what I'm trying to help people understand is how does um, a local CAD's failure of the state's property value study negatively impact school district funding? And in Alpine, that's to the 
the tune of half a million dollars a year based on an organization's performance that we have no control over. And so we've talked about fixes before. Some of the ways to fix this is for the CAD to pass the state's property value study. But another way is for the state to decouple CAD compliance and school district funding. And so that's uh, we've been working kind of both of those avenues, just trying to help spread the news and help people understand the situation. So I was in Austin earlier this week, and on Tuesday morning, I testified in support of a bill, House Bill 3127, that would do exactly this, that would decouple school district funding from CAD compliance. Um, And what I was advocating for is called a hold harmless for districts, basically says um, you will that the state will make districts whole on their funding, that the state would fill that $500,000 a year gap, for example, for Alpine ISD, rather than recapture or steal money back from districts because of this, this failure. So I want to give a little bit of an update. We have some preliminary, fingers crossed here, y'all, preliminary good news, and that is that an amendment was passed um, just uh, yesterday, Wednesday, I'm sorry, amendment was passed Wednesday on House Bill 100 that would fund that kind of state funding for districts. And so that's really good news for us if it holds. So we're going to follow that one and keep pushing on it and try to make sure that ends up in the final version of that bill. Uh, one last update, and then Martin will see what questions you have from legislative session. Another one of Alpine ISD's big um, legislative priorities is increasing school funding. So that same bill we were just talking about, House Bill 100, it's one of the only pieces of legislation that's moving forward for school funding. And so, so many people are trying to attach different other pieces of legislation to it since it's moving. It's one that we're watching closely. It would... Um, Uh, give some like a slight increase in school funding to Alpine ISD, but it's the only one on the table right now. And so we're watching that and looking at what would the numbers look like. We've been in close contact with our House representative, Representative Eddie Morales, about those amendments. um, And that just moved out of the House on Wednesday. So good news on those fronts. uh, Still pretty preliminary. Is he looking to support the bill? He has. And he has. He voted in favor of it on Wednesday and also in favor of the different amendments that were proposed that would help Alpine ISD as well. So he's been a, a wonderful partner um, in support of our public schools. Fantastic. Yes. Any other questions from kind of that legislative side of things? Yeah. Um, well, were there? Oh, others? Um, oh, man, there's so much going on in the legislative session. I'll stop there on kind of our key priorities there, but I know we'll talk about it more in two weeks. And uh, and then again, two weeks from, from uh, then, kind of the end of the month, as things really kind of push toward the finish and see what uh, see what comes to pass over the next month. Okay, from there, Martin, we're going to pivot and talk a little bit about um, human resources and how to join the Fight and Buck team. So this time of year is always a time of transition. Some people are um, wrapping up an amazing career in education. Others are moving to different places, moving out of education, et cetera. So this is always a time of transition for a district. And we have a few uh, positions opening and a few new positions as well. And you also have some positions that were never there before that are totally brand new. That's exactly right. And I'll start with those. So what I wanted to do in this se- in this section is just talk a little bit about some upcoming opportunities to join the Fight and Buck team. So new positions first. We are launching a child care center. We've talked about this um, this uh, center since its inception, since we were just applying for grants, and then when we received, we talk on the show. And uh, this center is coming together. The center will open around August 1st. We don't have an exact open date yet, but that's when we can expect it to open. And uh, we are looking to add 
add about 10 additional positions to the district to help run this child care center to provide care for 50 of our littlest bucks from about three months of age through almost three-year-olds. Um, and so there will be opportunities for people who want to work as age-level leads. That's kind of an, an age-level, we say age-level instead of grade-level, but age-level uh, teacher, if you will, and then also for child care workers to work with kids um, of those ages. And uh, so like, watch for that in the next few weeks. We expect to post those, I think, in mid-May, and those positions will start sometime in July so that staff can be trained and prepare for that August 1 opening. Um, also, huge shout out to Chelsea Craddock and Elena Ramirez. They are our um, Child Care Center director and assistant director. And Martin, they are doing an amazing job of building an incredible brand new child care center for our community from the ground up and doing it in about four months. And so that is no easy task, but they have been busy every day kind of conceptualizing this and then bringing that to life. I know the community is certainly looking forward to it, something that was must needed. They are. They are. And I'll answer the question many of y'all are thinking about, which is how do I get on the list? And the list does not exist yet. We'll be put, putting out a survey next week, which is kind of a preliminary list, if you will. And then the official list will come out sometime in May. So if you or someone that you love is needing child care, um, be watching for that in May so that you can sign up and be ready for that August 1 opening date. All right. And then uh, we've got some news on the chief financial officer. Yes. And this was in the, the paper last, uh, sorry, just yesterday as well. So first I wanted to say huge shout out to Mr. Clay Braden. He is Alpine ISD's CFO and has been for the past two years. And let me tell you, he has been an amazing blessing to Alpine ISD in our community. He has helped lead Alpine ISD through some increasingly challenging financial times. We've talked about that on the show. Um, plus played a really key role in moving the Alpine Pine High School bond project to completion or near completion, as we were just talking about before the it's show, Martin. Closer all the time. So, so close. Um, and so Clay has had it, has played an instrumental role uh, in his past two years here in the district. And let me tell you, Clay is the real deal. He's been an incredible blessing to us as our CFO. He is moving to Lubbock uh, to join his fiance as they uh, plan for the arrival of their first child this summer, which is so exciting. It's really an exciting time for him. And we are excited for the blessings that await him. Huge loss to us as a district, but a, a really exciting and fun time for him and his family. So first, just wanted to say thank you, Clay, for your service to Alpine ISD staff and students over the past two years. It has been invaluable. And as transitions go, so we're looking for our next chief uh, financial officer here in Alpine ISD. So if you listening or someone you know loves finance, business, money, spreadsheets, all that kind of stuff, this is an amazing opportunity with one of Alpine's anchor institutions to really come and come alongside a strong leadership team and help lead us forward um, in the financial realm. We do train this role from the ground up, Martin, because school finance is so specialized, so kind of nuanced and complicated and different even than other um, areas or organizations finance that this is one that we, uh, you'll work with Clay. We have some other consultants and training opportunities, um, but this is one that we help our people kind of learn from the ground up and train into the role. Well, pass the word out there if you know of somebody who's good with numbers. That's right. Great people know great people. So please help spread the word so we can find a great fit for this position. 
Also, every year we have a few teaching positions open up, so wanted to share about those. Again, in case you know a great person who would love to join the Fight and Buck family, we have some openings at the elementary for special education teachers, um, a PE or physical education teacher coach, um, at middle school, a math teacher and an English teacher, high school, English teacher and science teacher. We also have some coaching roles available as well, and the subject area for the teaching assignment could be flexible. So um, hiring's already ongoing for the those. We have interviews scheduled over the next uh, week and a bit already. So if you know someone who would be a great fit, direct them to our website, alpine.esc18.net slash employment. You'll find all the information there. Encourage them to apply ASAP because we're already kind of moving forward with those. Oh, there's lots of people who would like to work in Alpine, I'm sure, and we're going to get a great group that will be applying. I tell you what, it is a great district with great people. We have we work really, really hard, and we have a ton of fun doing it, too. Um, I wanted to foreshadow, we're going to talk about this in a future week, Martin, but a couple weeks ago on April 12th, I hosted a teacher compensation training and support roundtable with teachers from across Alpine ISD. So optional opportunity for teachers to come in and uh, for me to hear from them about ways that as a district, we can continue to make traction on teacher compensation, on training and support. The big idea being, how can, can we brainstorm about ways to show our teachers how much we value them? And we've talked about money before. We know that finances are tight within the district, but there's many other creative ways that we can continue to foster a culture in which our teachers feel the value, the immense value and appreciation that we have for them. So more to come on that. Just wanted to plant that seed. We've been working on a lot of exciting things on the compensation side um, within the district. And that roundtable was really instrumental in, in helping us um, think about some next step actions. Well, I'm glad you're holding things like that. It's a great way to get the input. From it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So always my favorite segment, and that is Buck Brilliance. Let's talk about the great things happening every day in Alpine ISD. So we have a smorgasbord of greatness going on in this section. Let's start first with uh, honoring Mrs. Karen Gallego. She was recently Recently named on Monday of this week as the Porter's Alpine ISD Teacher of the Month for March. And y'all, I know it's the end of April. <laughs> That's how wild things have been. We couldn't even like all get our schedules to align to be able to um, go in and surprise her until the end of April. But she is the Porter's Alpine ISD Teacher of the Month for the month of March. Let me tell you what this award is all about. Somebody who lives out our fighting buck values, is a culture builder on their campus, and leads high quality instruction in their classroom every day. So let me tell you a few things that Ms. Pardo Aferez had to share. She's the principal at Alpine Middle School about why Mrs. Gallego was such a deserving recipient of this award. She talks about how Ms. Gallego shapes young minds to think for themselves, is an inspiration on the campus who exemplifies all of our culture building actions, that um, Mrs. Gallego's students always come first, that, that Ms. Gallego makes Mrs. Pardo think of the saying, students do not care how much you know until they know how much you care. And that's because in Ms. Gallego's class, students know how much she cares for them, that she builds a po positive culture every day where students feel comfortable, but also can strive for excellence. And so just want to say congratulations to Ms. Gallego on that award. And thank you for all the excellent things you do every day in service of our kids. Certainly deserve it of that award. That's for sure. Absolutely. Okay. So today, it's always a great day to be a Buck, Martin. You know that. I know that. But today is a tough day to be a Buck fan because there's... You can't be in all places at all times. You can't. We have not figured this out. So like today, everyone wants to be in these three places. Are you ready? 
Abilene for regional track and field. We have a great group of athletes competing right now in Abilene. Wish I was there, but getting the updates on my phone. Um, also tonight, we were talking about this one earlier, Martin, Sweetwater. We have the Lady Bucks by district softball championship. It's a three-game series, two games tonight, five o'clock, and then 30 minutes after that game finishes, they'll play again. Hopefully, we're able to wrap that up in two games, but if they need a third game, there'll be another one tomorrow afternoon. And then tonight, here in Alpine, so if you're staying in town tonight, this is where you should be. It is senior night at Coconut Field here in Alpine, the last home game for our Fighting Buck baseball team. Also, shout out, if your kiddo plays Little League baseball or softball, have them wear their jersey to the game tonight for free admission. So we want to pack the stands for our seniors for the last night of Buck Baseball here this season. Well, I was suggesting that they bring the radio to the baseball field so that they can hear the Lady Bucks on the radio <laughs> and watch the Bucks as they play. That will happen. You will have some people who are watching and cheering and then also have their phone up near their ears so they can get kind of both at the same time. So absolutely right. All right, some other things that are going on this time of year. We are halfway through star testing for the year. So this year, there's a four-week window, and we're two weeks into that. Um, this is our first year with all online testing. So even our third graders, our like nine-year-olds, have to take their star test on computers this year. That's a state mandate. And everything's been running smooth, even with internet out outages. So if you, too, lost your internet yesterday around 11 o'clock, that was uh, that was because we were doing star testing. And so that makes sense that that would happen when we're doing that. Um, this is Star Tests are an opportunity for students to show what they know and how much they've learned this year. It's going really, really well. Wanted to give parents a bit of a heads up as well that this is an unusual year for star testing. And here's what I mean by that. We will have results. I'm doing air quotes that y'all can't see, but results in May from these tests. But the results are just going to be a number. We won't know if students pass or fail. It'll just say, your student got a 1689. Yours got a 1714. You'll be like, what does that, what does that mean? And the reason we won't know what they mean is because the state actually isn't planning on setting the passing standard for those tests until after everyone has taken them. And that's a whole other conversation about whether that's best practice or not, but that's outside the scope of today's, today's a session. Bit, a little bit different than they normally do. Correct. So the state will work all summer kind of analyzing that data and just determining the passing standard, and we'll know more in August. But by the end of May, we'll have um, sco num numeric scores, if you will, for each of our kids, and we'll kind of have an idea of how they might have done, but we won't know for sure till August. So just wanted to share that because that's a little bit different as the state does a reset, if you will, of passing standards. Now, next week is something special. It is. Not only is it the first day week of May, but it is also Teacher Appreciation Week at Alpine Elementary with Teacher Appreciation Week to follow at Alpine Middle School and Alpine High School the following week. And so we'll be doing lots of different spotlights on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Um, I'd encourage everyone who has a child in the school, send your teacher a note of appreciation next week. Sometimes it can be a thankless job, but we are all so grateful for the incredible work our teachers do every day. So let them know. Send them a little message. Send them a little love to say thank you for helping raise our kids and for everything that you do for our community. Well, they're certainly deserving of it. Yes. So as we almost wrap up, you know, we've talked about how busy spring is, but May, 
May is just the wilderness. You know, it is wild. There is going to be an amazing event every day. The closer uh, we get to the end, it, we just pack it all in. We pack yeah. it all in, right? So it's an amazing opportunity to wrap up a great year with some big celebrations. I'm just going to name some of these off, but you can go find information about them on our webpage and also on our Facebook page. We have a fine arts exhibition at AHS on Tuesday, May fit May 2nd. I'm sorry. So if you enjoy the visual and performing arts, make plans to come to that. Alpine High School will be having their academic awards banquet on May 8th and watch for information from Alpine Elementary and Alpine Middle School for their awards sorry, ceremonies as well. FFA awards banquet May 9th, prom May 13th, all sports banquet May 17th. There's also, this one's going to be so fun, Martin. A student-teacher tennis showdown Uh dates to be announced. And uh, I've never played tennis before, but I'm going to be on a doubles team for this. So more to come. I I hope you get a good part. (laughs) Thank you. I mean, how hard can it be, right? They make it look so easy, Martin. You're like, yeah, you're going to need some help with that. I sure will. We're going to have a ton of fun with that. All kinds of other things coming. We've got field day at Alpine Elementary. More, more, more. It's just busy, 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 but a lot of joy as we finish up a great school year. So as we wrap up in summary for today's show, I wanted to call out that tomorrow is my one-year anniversary. Since, Congratulations. Thank you. Since interviewing time, with the board. Time has gone by It so sure fast. has. It sure has. So one year ago, to, to actually, I think it's one year ago today, late at night, the Alpine ISD School Board named me as lone finalist for the superintendent position. And what a year it has been since then. And so I just wanted to wrap up by saying, y'all, like... We did it. Look at what we've done together in our first year. I'm really excited to celebrate a great first year together and look forward to what's next for us in Buck Nation. Well, you did a wonderful job, and I think I echo that sentiment for the entire community. I do want to add one more thing. Uh, Tomorrow, the National Honor Society is having a car wash from 3 to 5 o'clock. Yes. With the money going to the Trilingua School that uh, got damaged in the fire. So make plans to be there. Sounds great. Okay, Michelle, thank you so much for coming in today. As always, it's uh, been a pleasure, and congratulations on your one-year anniversary. Hope that's the first of many to be here. Thanks, Martin. Go Bucks. You've been listening to Buck Banter. Buck Banter is brought to you every other Friday at this time by the Alpine ISD.